This episode today is called Chill Out. And the inspiration comes from a few things going on in the gym for me lately. But as always, you know, this is a jiu-jitsu conversation. But many ways, in many forms, it can be applied to daily life and other sides of life. Um. Just to give a little perspective, hopefully a new perspective on people who are going through actually some experiences I've just gone through, and I'd like to share it with you and hope that I grow from it and help you grow from it. Um, I'm going to start off by saying a little story. Uh, so the other night, I was doing something that I don't normally do, and that is... Uh, sitting on the computer for about four or five hours playing video games with uh, some guys from the gym. Uh, I don't know why. I was just in the mood. I turned on my computer. I got sucked in, and I sat down and uh, started playing with uh, a couple of guys from the gym. And one of them being uh, one of our new black belts, Bobby. So part of this episode is inspired by him and something he said online while we were playing. And just, you know, bullshitting and chatting. It put into perspective something that helped change me. And I also um, will explain how this also just recently affected me. And I didn't even realize it until I gained, you know, this new perspective. So anyway, we're on the video game. And we're bullshitting back and forth. And we're kind of talking about... um, you know, the respect in the gym and how certain people are at different, you know, kind of levels. Some guys are douches. Some guys do some wonky things and talking about other coaches and stuff. And Bobby and I get on the subject of coaching. And Bobby just simply says, you cannot control others unless you have first learned to control yourself. Um, this was based on something that happened in the gym. I mean, th- there's been a few times this happened in the gym. We're kind of talking about, you know, when you lose your shit or, you know, as a lot of people know, like you say you get punched in the nose and you lose your shit. You're just pissed off. You start yelling, saying shit you don't mean or going off on people or, you know, that straw that broke the camel's back and all the marbles come flying out of the bag, you know, that type of thing where you just lose control of yourself. I've done it before. You know, I'm not going to put others info out there, but I've seen other people on the mats do it before. Somebody explodes on the mat, they get upset, and, you know, we got on that subject. And this person just so happened to explode because they are very motivated and focused right now. Um, in lieu of a few of our brown belts have been promoted to black belts in the gym, which is fucking awesome. Shout out to, you know, Bobby Fallon and Zach. But it's kind of put a new fire under a lot of people's asses. And it's a good thing because people, you know, are now motivated and they're pushing. But with the scale of, you know, kind of tying back to overcompensating, the harder you're pushing in a direction and the more you are focused and emotionally charged in one direction, the harder you can fall in the opposite direction. 
So meaning, you know, if you're pushing, you're building momentum, the harder you're going to crash. So that's and partially why this episode is titled entitled chill out. But anyway, getting back into it, I thought this was a very fucking great saying. And it goes into Bobby being, you know, an amazing fucking coach. And, uh, you know, he just said those words. If you cannot learn to control others until you have learned to control yourself. And it makes a lot of sense. And not only in a jujitsu sense, but, you know, think about raising kids. For people who have kids out there, you understand that. If your kid is emotionally charged and you allow them to get you emotionally charged, your reactions are either impulsive uh, not saying they can't be correct, but in the most part, you know, you are reacting rather than acting. So unless your reactions are well-trained and relaxed, a lot of times you'll find yourself arguing with a two-year-old and how, who the fuck wants to do that? You know, who, what kind of respect do you gain being the guy who's in the middle of a store yelling at a two-year-old having a, a conversation if you think about it, the adult, the people you respect are the ones who, you know, stay reserved, keep their wits about them and handle the situation with logic, learn how to calm down the cues of, you know, the two year old and you or remove them and get them to a spot where you can cool things out and chill out and continue about your day and move on to the next part of your day, you know, and this also goes for outbursts, you know, with spouses or, you know, just about anything in life. You know, if you're at work, you know, I've done this at work myself. I've lost my cool, cussed out a few employees or a few uh, a few coworkers, and there's no respect gained from that. You just, you know, got emotionally charged thinking you're going to gain respect by shouting or, you know, letting all your emotions out that you've had pent up. And really, it just creates resentment. And if you do it to multiple people, it creates um, quite the momentum against you, in fact. So it's important to keep your mindset on the goal, stay relaxed, and learn how to control yourself. That way, with a controlled mind, you're able to think of situations, take in and read more of situations that you are in, and have a much better form of attack, a more calculated form of an attack or execution on, you know, whatever goal it is, whether you're trying to get your two-year-old to stop crying in the middle of the mall or if it's just, you know, you just want a, a good day of training and you want to get better. It's better to walk in on the mat with the idea of, okay, how am I going to get better today? Well, I'm going to ask a question or two. So you're going to be focused on finding a question or two to make your game better. As compared to walking on the mat emotionally charged, wanting to be better with the expectation of beating people that you don't normally beat or having the best day or never getting beat, which is almost impossible in jiu-jitsu. You set these standards that, as I said earlier, crash hard. And when they crash, it hurts and you end up bruising your ego. You end up, you know, losing respect if you, you know, lose your shit. And, you know, you end up 
humiliated and having to come back and, you know, reset and not only reset your mind, but you have to, you know, in a way, build your respect all the way back up again. It's kind of like a monk. Monks are usually masters of their minds. Um, You know, a lot of champions, they always have that same mindset, super focused, confident, and, you know, they understand things are work and they believe in the amount of work they've done, get them the results they want. Um, In a jujitsu sense, on the subject of, you know, the black belt promotion and people getting more motivated, pushing harder, and it almost seems like everyone wants their slice of the black belt now, you know, and that's amazing. You, It's an amazing structure that jiu-jitsu has that you see promotions and people with nothing to gain but bettering themselves are motivated to reach that level in jiu-jitsu. And for listeners who don't know much about it, this sport takes a long time to get to a black belt level. It's not like karate you learn a kata memorize it over and over again no it's 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 work it's a lot of cardio hard work and um that being said with people putting that pressure on themselves they are almost stacking their expectations against reality and the reality is and if you're in jiu-jitsu you understand this when you show up, you're not always going to have the perfect day. People that you're better than are going to beat you sometimes. People that are better than you are going to lose to you sometimes. If you put in the work and show up, you know, you will have both of those days. So being hyper-focused and emotionally charged and, you know, overcompensating in the direction of you know your expectations which are set extremely high for yourself you need to be prepared not saying it's a bad thing but if you're motivated and going in that direction you also need to be prepared for the failures that come with it you know if you don't think about the failures or where you're going or what could possibly go wrong and how you would assess that situation thus being mentally prepared for both failure and success you are going to crash hard. You are going to find failure and not be prepared for it and handle it like a punk, you know. And like I said earlier, that nobody respects that. It's a humiliating road and we've all been through it. Um, you know, I can I can attest to this myself. I've uh our and I actually the, the night of the promotions that we just had with all the black belts, um my professor gave a speech and in the speech he explained that these people who've gotten promoted just uh in this promotion there's three of them and all these people in my opinion in the gym's opinion and many other people's opinion that you know i know from other gyms and know these people personally all agree that this is almost overdue you know our gym isn't known for quick promoting let's put it that way and these people of the people in the gym have all competed at high levels they've all earned they've earned every step of the way they've earned that belt and it was kind of like a long overdue thing so when our professor gave a speech he explained that these specific people he had high expectations for 
And because he had high expectations for it, he made them earn that belt. He made sure they earned that belt. And it was such a great perspective because a lot of people come into the gym and they get to the point where they expect their next stripe. Um, they're, they're not motivated, they're upset, and they almost hold a resentment until they get that next stripe. It's almost like they decide in their head what belt level they are, right? And it's hard to, you know, you can't be expected to read professor's mind. Um, this, our gym, I can never gauge what the hell our promotion system is, which is where the story's going. Um, but the fact that he said, you know, he made them earn it because he had such high expectations for them, it put a light bulb on that, you know, these people worked hard. And how much better do you think they felt getting it now than they would have when they thought they deserved it in the very, as soon as they thought they deserved it? You know, it must have been unexpected and a feeling of finally, and this is great, you know, and it's finally here rather than just like, yeah, I thought I earned it, you know? So, you know, enjoy the road, come in, chill out, relax, and and just enjoy the road. You want to look back one day and remember how challenging it was. You don't want to look back one day and be like, yeah, I got it. You know, there's a lot more fulfillment in just thinking about the hard times that you got through and the bullshit times of in your mind that you push through to get there your mistakes and your achievements um so back to what i was saying after you know we the black belts were promoted or the brown belts were promoted to black i sat down next to professor because in my gym um there's a little bit of a hard time going on to put it to put it think that's the best way to put it there's a little bit of a hard time going for our professor um not he everyone goes through hard times he had a lot to handle he was going through um a little bit and it kind of set the gym off and I was holding a little bit of resentment because selfishly I was looking at my professor and wondering why he wasn't showing up as much as he did and why he wasn't putting as much effort into classes as he used to and thus, you know, building resentment in my head, it created a very long, you know, in perspective now I can say, it created a very long negative cloud going to the gym. I was still going to the gym because I'm not going to stop training, but I wasn't going in motivated because I had this expectation of like, my instructor needs to be there when I'm there. So I had this conversation with him. I said, hey, man, you know, things are going well for him. And, you know, that this happens in life for everybody. This is not something I'm holding against him at all. Um, and I'm glad I had this talk rather than giving up or rather than letting it fester or anything like that. Um, so, you know, I finally sat down next to him and I said, like, I'm glad you made that comment about, you know, why it took so long for these people to get their black belts. And I said, it's it it's cool because I've always wondered how your ranking system actually works, dude. And I don't know if you're bullshitting or not or going off the top of your head, but, you know, sometimes promotions don't make sense to me. I don't want to overstep, but sometimes they don't make sense to me. But when you say that you are 
reading people's expectations or you know that you have hobbyists, you have competitors and you have dedicated, you know, warriors in your gym. It's kind of cool to know that you actually have a plan for them. And I'm glad you're back in the gym because he was gone for a while dealing with personal issues. And he looked over at me and he said, yeah, man, like it's not really about necessarily skill level and it's not necessarily about like anything other than just showing up and as long as you show up you're going to get better and the road is is everything's going to fall into place it's not about coming in and working so hard that you hurt yourself and it's not about coming in and giving up it's about being dedicated to jiu-jitsu and being dedicated to the gym and this made a lot more sense to me and this cleared a lot of the air and it actually I felt when he was dealing with personal issues abandoned and I felt you know like this sucks and you know it just my reaction was to get mad and come into the gym emotionally charged every day um in a negative way and I can tell you guys from first from experience this did not help my training and it didn't help anything except for stress just stress and kind of killing the place that I love to go to mentally. Um, so in all, I'm very glad I had this talk with my professor. I'm sorry if this is airing out too much information on the internet, but if th- sharing this helps other people from making that mistake or, you know, as always, if this sharing this gives people a light or a perspective that helps them, then I feel like it's well worth it. Um, but in that being said, had I just chilled out and relaxed and enjoyed the road, I would have the same results because I showed up to the gym anyway, and I might even have better results because I wasn't showing up to the gym emotionally charged or with a grudge or a chip on my shoulder. I would have been showing up business as usual and, you know, probably more relaxed and probably taking in more lessons rather than putting up more resistance. Also, as Bobby said earlier, you can't learn to control others unless you learn to control yourself. And I did not have myself completely under control. So with that being said, I want to apologize to my professor for holding resentment. Um, I'm glad I stuck through and I'm glad I had that talk with you. And for the listeners, I want to just put out there that In my perspective, it is much better to relax, set your standards. And if you're going to make a motivated push, also understand that with that could come failure or crashing down hard. So be prepared for both results. Be prepared for great results and be prepared for catastrophic failure. That keeps the balance going. That keeps you somewhere in the middle and that keeps you aware of the repercussions. Um, Shout out to, again, before I end this, shout out to Bobby, shout out to Zach, and shout out to Fallon for getting your belts. Don't forget Bobby's quote. You must learn to control yourself before you can even control others. And shout out to Rodrigo. I'm glad your ass is back in the gym pushing all of us and motivating everyone. It really is a different environment when you're in there and you're putting your heart out there for us.
Thanks for listening. Us. I think the podcast is fucking sick. If you're listening to it and you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to listen to the next episode of this podcast. You're probably a bitch ass. You need to listen to the next episode of this podcast and keep listening to it. Um, because my friends down here are trying to make shit happen and we're going to make some shit happen.